Welcome back, creeps. Hey, y'all. How's everybody doing tonight? Tonight, this morning, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, new episode, new location. Mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on doing all this, um, but yeah, we are currently sitting in a lovely mobile home. Mobile home. Yeah, we're currently looking at a beautiful view of the sea. The sun is like blinding me right now. Mm-hmm. We're in, yeah, a lovely mobile home park thing. It's all private and we're like the only ones here. Yeah, because people normally come here during the summer. Yeah, until this morning when this guy decided he was going <laughs> to start building his deck. We were like kept putting it off. We we're like, oh, we'll record tomorrow. We'll record tomorrow because we're having a nice relaxing couple of days. And I saw this guy drive in in his little van. And I was like, you, you're going to fucking ruin my morning. <laughs> you with your fucking legs. Yeah, you with your legs. <laughs> So apologies for the uh, banging or sawing and stuff like that. We will yeah. try and work around it. Yeah, it's not us. It's not us. <laughs> but you've been enjoying your last few days, right? I've been loving it here. Like, I feel like I'm finally recharged. I'm reinvigorated, refreshed, ready to take on everything else that this vacation has to offer because it's been a whirlwind and I needed some time to decompress. That's just in my nature. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate. But um, I thought I would need more time. I'm actually very surprised and pleased that I only really needed two days. Yeah. I mean, when we came down on the first day, we didn't really do a whole lot. Like, sure, we didn't? No. We definitely stopped off in the Happy Pair, which is like a vegan restaurant. It's like the OG vegan, I guess it's a cafe. Yeah. It's been around for years, but obviously when I lived here, I didn't really take advantage of it or anything. But when we went the other day, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, they have this this thing called a Reuben sandwich and it's all vegan. Obviously, there's no meat in it. I've never had a Reuben personally, so I guess maybe that's why I'm so like jazzed about it. <laughs> But it's amazing. It's it's delicious. Yeah, no, it was really fucking good. And then I had the lasagna and shit like that. And, you know, I don't think any of that stuff has meat substitutes. I think it's just vegetables. It's that all they whole s- foods, yeah. Yeah, it's whole foods. I just don't know about the cheeses. Like, I don't know where they get them from. Anyway, uh, but yeah, this the last couple of weeks has just been absolutely insane running around like from pillar to post uh like checking in with this person and that person and we still have people that we haven't even met up with like Mm -hmm. tonight uh we'll be meeting up with more friends after taking a couple of nights off and um yeah the next week we have something extra special ooky spooky planned but and it's just top secret. Yeah, and I feel better about it, considering all the stuff that I've pushed myself to do this vacation. Yeah. Um, oh, I suppose a little update on my little sister's uh, work. We went there for like a mini investigation. I mean, I don't know like what I'm doing. All I literally wanted to do was just set up the camera and record and see if we could catch anything weird. Mm-hmm. And we definitely did. I'm not 100% convinced it's... Paranormal. Paranormal. Like, the one thing definitely sounded like a doll. Yeah. But the way the sound travels in that place, I'm like, could that have been us in the other room? Yeah. 
And that's, I, for me, that was like a definite learning experience. I know, I think, I don't know if you've ever done it before, but for me, I know now that when you're doing those kinds of investigations, if you're going to bring company with you, you need to, they need to know that not to talk. Yeah. Like they need to know that they're in for a very boring time. Yeah. Even if something scary happens, it's usually like one slight thing. Yeah. It's not an episode of Scooby-Doo, like something's not going to jump out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chase us around yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. Um, <laughs> what else did we do? We did take a nice like walk up to the Hellfire Club. We tried to do like a little mini live up there. Yeah, but the signal, the was, signal bad. was so bad. And the weather was... The weather was worse. Not the best. <laughs> but we have been blessed. Like overall, like what, we're here two and a half weeks now. Yeah. Got like 10 days left. Yeah. And I think it's rained maybe a couple of times you you know i want to tell you so far my favorite part of it all um outside of like anything that has to do with your family um is just being in the beach at night because it's 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 50 parts beautiful Mm -hmm. 50 parts terrifying yeah i've always been scared of the sea so but at night though when no one is here yeah. and there is no lights, like literally the cliffs that like, they, like little, I mean, you probably don't think of them as cliffs, but if they're bigger oh, than they me, are. it's a fucking yeah, cliff. Yeah. Um, and that archway in the dark, they look like giants because yeah, yeah. they're just pitch black. Yeah, it is like. It's pretty daunting. Like we went for a walk last night because I was trying to like learn how to use, I've been trying to learn how to use my camera properly and stuff like that. And uh, it didn't work out <laughs> for it that way. But we were like walking around the beach at night. And the night before that, we didn't take the camera or anything. We just took a stroll down mm-hmm. and like visited in this park. There's like three private beaches. So like you're not even going to run into like the public down here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. So we just had the whole place to ourselves and it was scary. <laughs> it, it, it could, yeah, it, it was. I'm definitely not used to that sort of solitude and that sort of, I mean, it, it's complete dark, you know? Yeah. Like if something were to happen to us, it's just me and you. Oh, we're gone forever, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like help wouldn't come yeah. fast. So, but even like walking along the cliff and just looking out to the ocean, it literally looks like you're looking into a void of just black. And mm-hmm. it's very, and it's very intimidating, ener- intimidating energy, but I mean, it's to be expected of an ancient energy. Yeah, but definitely like just being around, because obviously like where my family live, like we're not literally on the beach like here in this holiday park yeah we are literally on the beach and so as soon as we look out like you could almost jump into the water like but just being near the water again like and being able to go for a walk and like oh look here we are at another beach so nice it is so nice yeah so we're definitely trying not to take it for granted like but anyway that's not what you guys are here for (laughs) (laughs) As soon as we got off the plane the other week, if you've been watching our Adam and Dulce YouTube channel, you will have seen that like a handful of my family greeted us there. It was really nice. It was like because it was only going to be my sister and my mom. Mm -hmm. And then it turned out it was like mom, dad, two sisters, Sophia 
um and my, and my grandparents yeah and so like we're giving everybody hugs and all and my granddad i call him papa turns around and he's like did you see this and he's like holding out the newspaper try, trying to tell me all about this story and i'm trying to like say hello to everybody and all but it turns out the story was actually pretty fucking funny <laughs> now like not funny haha like definitely morbid funny but anyway it's like dark humor in yeah. real life yeah and this shit is like you can't you can make this shit up and you think this comes out of, of a fucking movie or a ridiculous or a bad sketch crime comedy or something yeah, like, yeah yeah like exactly a bad sketch comedy but it's fucking real life so on 11:30 a.m. on Friday, January 21st in Carlow Town, Ca- County Carlow, Declan Horney, I think that's how you pronounce it. Declan Horney walked into the local post office to ask if he could collect his uncle's pension on his behalf. He was told his uncle would have to be present in order to collect his pension, and so Declan went off to get him. He returned shortly after with his uncle Patter and friend Garrett. Another local became suspicious of the lad when she tried to say hello to Patter and he never answered her back. Sacrilege in a small town in Ireland. She reported her suspicions to the post office staff and when the lads realised the jig was up, they ran out of the shop leaving poor Uncle Patter lying in a heap on the floor. You see, Uncle Patter was in fact dead. (laughs) Now, I spent like a couple of hours yesterday, like reading all of the different news articles to see, like, you know, because I'm a fucking weirdo and I just like to do that. So there was a couple of different stories, um, like in one article, the post office worker was like the kind of hero who knew what was going on. And then in another article, it was the local that reported it to the post office worker and said, don't give, don't let him have his pension and all. But either way, police and paramedics were called to the scene and ultimately ruled out that any foul play had been carried out. But obviously something fishy was going on. So Declan, who goes by Decky, and his friend Garrett gave voluntary statements to the police and insisted they didn't realise that Patter was dead until they got to the post office. In fact, Declan said, quote, I wasn't trying to rob him. I'm not need you. Declan gave an exclusive interview to the Irish Mirror. Um, I'm pretty sure he was going against like what his solicitors were advising him. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he was having like a terrible time since this happened. Like the townsfolk had already branded him as a murderer and a thief. And he was sporting a black eye after allegedly being attacked because of this. Mm-hmm. In, an ex- in this exclusive interview, Declan said, quote, Why would I want to rob my uncle? I'm 40 years of age. Yeah. I'm not a child. I'm not a young fella. I'm not an idiot to walk into Hosey's with a dead man and collect his money. Am I cuckoo? Am I cuckoo? I'm not. Hosey's was the name of the post office. So this is his this is verbatim what he said yeah this is a quote a quote from the interview now say it like how you think he how would I have think, said it i didn't want to be rude oh. <laughs> okay don't worry about it then. don't worry about it then. use your imagination yeah. <laughs> i was trying to like build them up a little bit um but the reason why the locals like were extra harsh on decky was because he actually has a bit of a history and reputation in the town He went on to say, that's why they're saying it. That's why this is all coming up now. Because I'd done it before. Uh, 
A bank card came through the aunt's door, and I got the pin code and went down for fraud, and that's why this is all coming up. People know about that in the town, you know. But that was 15 years ago. I'm off the gear three years, and I'm doing well. Off the gear. Yeah, so heroin is a very uh, big problem in Ireland still. So that's what he means when he says gear. Um. Declan said that his Uncle Patter had been sick for some time before the post office incident. Quote, Now, in the last month, he's telling me he doesn't feel well. He's after deteriorating. He says, Declan, I don't feel well. I said to myself, I don't feel well either. He was on the ground off the bed. I said, what's wrong? He said, I'm grand. I went back in a few hours later and he was under the bed. I tried to coax him out from under the bed, but no, he wouldn't. So just to break that down, this guy is living with his uncle and it's just the two of them. His aunt that he had frauded 15 years ago, like has passed away since. But like the fact that he's walked into his uncle's bedroom and he's just lying on the ground and he's saying like, no, I'm all right. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? And then he goes back in and his uncle is under his bed. Yeah. Like what? Call someone like. (laughs) On the day the padder died, the two lads were adamant that he had been talking to them and even drank some water just before they had headed to the post office, which was only about a half a kilometer from the house. That's about a five minute walk. Quote. So we linked him from here to there. He was walking like normal, and then I reckon he died. This is no word of a lie. He started dragging his heels from, you see that yellow sign that's there? He was pointing at a spot on the road near a bridge. But we didn't even think of it as anything. We were grand. Like then, all of a sudden, he started going all slumpy. Hmm. We thought nothing of it, because Patter had had heart attacks and all. We got in as far as the queue. We were holding him, and when we got to the queue, we let him go, and he just dropped. He just dropped there and then. Now, again, this story is horrific. And Declan says the patter actually raised him, and that they were very close. Like, he's very upset. He mm-hmm. literally said, like, I think, like, my heart is torn in two. Like, and he's insisting that he would never try and rob him because... It wouldn't even make sense. Like, this is his angle. He's saying, like, the two of them were living together and splitting the bills and everything. So if he robbed him, it would literally be pointless. And he even wore his best tracksuit to carry his uncle's coffin at the funeral, saying, It was because, right? It's showing people that it's all bullshit. Yeah. He then told papers, in regards to all of the accusations being thrown at him, Well, I tell you one thing. For what I told you, I should win an Oscar. As in, if he was lying, he was doing a damn good job of it. Mm. Police didn't charge him with anything, and he's back living in Padder's house, but he could be facing charges of failure to notify a death, and I think improper use of a dead body. I'm not sure if that's the correct term, but, you know, something along those lines. And yeah, that's the story of the two men that tried to collect a dead man's post, or pension. Okay. My problem with this is if if I had to carry, if you were asking me to carry you to go collect your pension, you know? Yeah. I'd be like, fine, I'll fucking carry it. Like, I'll, I will let, well, let's link up our arms and I fucking take you. If I, and he said that he died while he was on his feet. 
Well, he said he just went all slumpy. That's his words. No, but is there any point that he thought that he died? I think that's what he meant when he went all slumpy. Okay. So if I thought that you had died on the way to go get your pension, I wouldn't carry, I wouldn't finish carrying out that errand (laughs) because that errand would be quickly forgotten within the second that I realized that you were no longer with us. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, I think I understood you wrong. So he said he went all slumpy when they were at the bridge, which is like, because the newspaper did a drive from the house to the post office. Mm -hmm. So you can see the post office from this bridge. And uh, that's where he went all slumpy. But (laughs) sorry, that word is just fucking ridiculous. But they just thought like he was just having like one of his episodes or something. Yeah. So they thought like, oh, maybe he's just gone weak, but sure, he's grand. And then when they got to the post office, this is what they say. Then they let go of him to stand him in the queue and he suddenly dropped. Yeah. Okay. That's their version of events. And then when they saw him hit the floor, they just went, oh, shit, and ran. Yeah. Which directly conflicts with the teller who was giving out the pensions because he was like well they obviously made it close enough to the window so that she could be like hey patter yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean like why the fuck would she lie about that (laughs) i don't know and then the other thing was like i read somewhere else that they had like wrapped his face with a jumper like put put like a sweater over his face that makes to carry him down and a hat on his head wow so i really don't know what was going on and like I also know for a fact that it was the state pension, yeah. which is, as far as I know, like in and around maybe 250 euro. I could be wrong, but it's definitely in and around that like ballpark. So it's definitely not like a considerable, a considerable, considerable amount of money that would make you drag your dead fucking family member from his sick bed or from his house to the shop. Like, do you know what I mean? I think that you were going to get away with it. Like, I mean, it, it potentially could be if you're an addict. Well, he said he's not anymore, but... But he also said he didn't know his his uncle, uncle was, was dead, dead while That's he was true. holding him. And like, if we're talking technicalities here, the person in the post office when he went down there first just told him that his uncle needed to be present. She didn't say anything about needing to be alive. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> maybe the post office worker is in the wrong <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, his uncle is there. Yeah. Maybe not mentally, but he is there physically. So you think he should have been given the penchant and then he would have been taken to jail because For he fraud. failed to. Yeah, let's let's play this out. <laughs> let's play this out. How many angles can we come at this? Story? <laughs> let's play this out. Say your one gave him that pension. Yeah. Would they have left with him? Or do you think they would have just dumped his body on the spot? No, I feel like they would have left with them with him and brought him back home and then phoned in the thing. Maybe they were just thinking, now oh, we'll have a few drinks on Patter tonight. Yeah. Also, Patter is just the Irish for Peter. That's yeah. Anyway. And so then a couple of weeks after that, or maybe a week after, I don't even know, honestly. Again, in the area where my sister works. She came home and she was like, oh, they found grenades in the nog, as Dulce likes to call it. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Grenades? Like, what? So it turns out, grenades. They, this is another like 
really sad story. This is there's no haha in this one really. No haha. So basically, the county council are the ones who look after like the social housing over here, and so the guys were sent out to go clean up this house. It was left abandoned. They hadn't been paid, I guess, in like a long time, and uh, they just assumed that the person who had been living there up and left. So first of all, they get in there, they open the door, and I guess in the sitting room, they said that this guy was a hoarder. Mm-hmm. And in his junk, they found grenades going back to the Irish War of Independence, which I think is 1922. So they were antiques, but they were still alive. Yeah. So the first thing that they had to do was call in the bomb squad. So the army came out and they safely got rid of the fucking grenades. They took it to a, lo- a nearby field and blew them up safely. Oh, that's what they did? Yeah, oh, so wow. they have, I think, like this big fucking box thing that they just put over it. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't fucking know. But anyway, the house was cleared by the army and said, no, 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 it's safe to go inside now. But what the army didn't find was the person lying in the bed upstairs, fully decomposed. Mm. I don't know how these guys didn't get the smell. Like, surely army people would know. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe it had gone on too long. But basically what they found was the remains of the guy who had been living there. And they reckon he was dead for over a year. Well, then you probably wouldn't smell anything right, at that point. Right, the smell point. is like gone by then. Like, well, how long does it take for a body to decompose? I don't in- know off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be something that I know. Like, I mean, it depends on the circumstances as well. Like, So Ireland is cold. Cold enough, yeah. Yeah. So... It takes about three. It can take several years, actually. I don't know. Either way. Oh, so he he could have been in advanced decay or active decay. No, no, no. Uh, Probably between. Yeah. Between active decay or advanced decay, because fresh and bloat. I feel like that would be within the year, like the first few months. Yeah. So to get to skeletonization would be several years, I would assume. So basically I, a fleshy skeleton. Is what yeah, basically. Um, I think. But if you guys know, let us hit, us, know, up. hit us up. Tell us. Um, but yeah, I, I would think that you are not smelly. <laughs> so past the smelly state. You are past smelly. But either way, it was fucking horrific. Oh for these shit. Cleaners. After a month of death, the body starts to liquefy. Yeah. Fucking Have you never hell. seen these weird pictures before? No. It's just me. Yeah, just you. Um, I grew up on rotten.com, so. So yeah, maybe that's why. It just kind of, I feel like maybe it just assimilated to the rest of the stink of the house. Yeah, maybe. They did say that the guy was like known to be a hoarder and a loner, basically. But yeah, so that story was weird, very sad, very local to us, though. It literally happened like they blocked off the street where my sister worked. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's your updates on the Irish news. <laughs> and I think Dulce is going to read us a spooky story or two. As you can tell, we've been so busy that we haven't really been able to research. I was reading a book. I mean, technically, I still am. It's 170 pages. I've been reading it for about six weeks and it's just (laughs) not good. And I was really like, oh, this would be a great story. Like I'll get one like good long episode out of it, maybe two. And it just sucks. Yeah. Like the the, the people experienced a lot of weird shit, but it 
there's just no story behind it. It's just yeah. like, oh, this happened and then this happened and then that happened. And I hate my husband. And then this happened. So <laughs> like, All right. That's fine. Right. So this is from user Vebin. My aunt was home alone when she heard someone open the door and walking in the hallway. Since her husband, my uncle, was not supposed to get home in a few hours, she went downstairs to see if someone was there. She did not see anyone, but outside the door, she saw footsteps in the snow leading to the door, but not away from it. This got her nervous, and on a second glance, she saw an unfamiliar pair of shoes in the hallway. She ran up and called the police, and when they came and searched through the house, they found a homeless man hiding in a storage room, holding my uncle's shotgun, but luckily he had not found the ammunition. It was hid in another place. He was arrested, but according to my aunt, it was the scariest thing she had ever experienced. User Shark Attacks said, If it wasn't, I'd need to hear the other story. Holy shit. Like referring to the part where it was like, it's the yeah, scariest the thing. <laughs> oh. Roshin sent me videos of Sophia saying, this is how excited she is for us to be home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> how cute. Oh, I want to hold her. Me too. If we were parents, we'd get nothing done. Yeah, seriously. Oh, how cute are you? (laughs) (laughs) A homeless man with a shotgun, eh? Yep. Fucking terrifying. This next one is from user Buzz Lightbeer, 27. (laughs) (laughs) A few years ago, I was home alone at nighttime. I was watching TV in the living room when I heard the doorbell ring. Whenever I hear the doorbell ring, especially when I'm home alone, I'm cautious to answer it. I walk up to the peephole without turning on the porch light so they don't know if anyone's actually home or not, and I look through it. It's really dark, but I can see a small figure, more like a black blob. I don't know its definite shape, and it had to be around three to four feet, doing like a dancing motion, dipping down and oscillating its arms outward. Think of a person moving their arms like wings gracefully. It was dark outside, but this figure was more opaque, so I could see this going on. After a few seconds, I stopped looking through the peephole because it was too freaky to look at. I regained some courage and looked back through, and whatever it was, was gone. To this day, I still don't know what that was, and I get freaked out thinking about it. Atheist Redditor commented, Just to make you and everyone else more nervous about looking through a peephole, you can totally tell when someone looks through the peephole. You can see the light change, even if the lights are dark inside. The blob knew you were there and wanted to show you the creep dance of his people. (laughs) Jesus, that is the worst part of that. How does that person know? But I like that it was graceful. I feel like I wouldn't be as freaked out with graceful movement. My favorite part is I wanted to show you the creep dance of his people. (laughs) This is the creep dance of my people. (laughs) Well, this is in a similar vein to that in terms of what the fuck was that? So this is by Alison Chains, 95. Nice. About 17 years ago, my mom seen what she said was a 
tiny fat man in our garden. There was cake dropped outside our house, just outside the gate of our front garden. The cake was dropped earlier in the day by a child. Including this, as my dad thinks it's something to do with the cake being dropped by an innocent, which maybe lured the man out. Anyways, my mum decided she was going to go out and clean the cake from the ground. When she looked down and saw a tiny little man grabbing it and stuffing it in his pockets. <laughs> she was absolutely shocked and taken aback by what she was seeing. The little man then started running away into our garden, but she said he would stop and look back to see if my mum was still watching him. She decided to follow him and he kept looking back at her, but then he ran down our path which leads to our back garden and she said he just disappeared. I'm wondering if this was maybe a gnome or a leprechaun or something similar to this. Has anyone ever heard of anything like this before? I like genuinely I this gnome. is like, yeah. Yeah, probably was like a fucking gnome or a fairy or something. Who knows? Like Whatever if, you want to name Exactly. Them. Like if, if we just took away the no, the social norms, you know, of what's accepted of what yeah. what is real or not. This sounds like a fucking gnome. Sounds like a gnome. <laughs> like, honest to God. I the more we do this podcast, I think the more cynical I'm, I've become, the more I'm like need a lot more depth of any story or lack of depth yeah you know what i mean like if someone comes to me and they're like dude i saw like someone actually did come to me in the gym uh not too long ago and they were like hey like my cousin saw this thing he was working in a house and i think he said it was something like just a black shadow but you know the feeling of dread that came with it yeah and all that and ever since like his cousin has been freaked out like he's i think he had to go to like a curandera or whatever mm-hmm. curandera curandera but stories like that to me are like, fuck, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whereas then other stories where it's like, look, we have all of this evidence backing it up and we have this and we have that. And it just kind of gets lost in the details. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But the more I look into like these little stories and how many people have had these kind of encounters with little people or little things, mm-hmm. I'm like, there has to be something yeah something magical out there (laughs) magical and i don't even care like it's one of those things that like you definitely sound like you're fucking stone mad yeah when you say like oh yeah it's just that's the elves or whoever like Mm -hmm. but i'm definitely leaning more towards a belief in that maybe that's who ate the bread last night (laughs) this place was so noisy last night i actually had a really bad sleep yeah i it kept sounding like things were like doors were opening yeah and i'm not saying for a second that this place is like haunted or anything like that it's just the wind yeah like it's it's really strong yeah and this is like i guess what you call like a double wide Mm -hmm. or whatever like it has what like four bedrooms Mm -hmm. like four bedrooms two bathrooms a big ass kitchen all like it's a big house to live in Mm -hmm. and uh like i've been in mobiles before where it was like if you step in the bathroom you feel it in the sitting room mm-hmm. like you know what i mean this is not like that but then last night we were lying in bed and like whatever way the wind blew even though everything was shut like i closed all the windows and all our bedroom door just opened mm-hmm. and i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> but it actually sounded like the front door had opened as well yeah i heard that too yeah mm-hmm. and then like and like every night because i'm when you asked me this morning if it sounded like the noise from the previous night because the previous night was just as noisy 
But no, the previous night actually sounded like the slide door opening, whereas this night last night was just doors opening, like act- these doors. The actual doors, yeah. yeah. And like the specific sound of the light switches mm-hmm. as well. That's something that I kept hearing. Maybe it is like some sort of residual. I think this place was owned by someone else. Like it's not brand new. Like Oh, it's not. No, I think they just did it up when they got it. Mm. So it looks like lovely and new, but I guess there was an old family. Yeah. I mean, if it's a holiday home, you know, a lot of all that good energy and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, very likely. Resonate, like, mm-hmm. resonate, resonate. Yeah, but yeah, you're. You, that's a good point. It could just be residual because all it was was just doors opening and closing. And that's essentially what you do when you're living in a place. Yeah, right. <laughs> because the, the sound of the sliding door is so specific. And that's how Dulce woke me up yesterday morning. <laughs> like she was just up and ready to fight. <laughs> um, but she was like, no, no, no. I heard the back door. Open. Yeah. Like that was my instinct to get up out of bed and go see what it was. Yeah. And then when I collected no my shirt or anything, you were yeah. in like, warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and then it woke you up in a start and I was like, it sounds like someone opened the fucking door. Yeah. And, uh, Anyway, maybe we're just too on edge all the time. But like that, again, sorry, we, we got way off topic there. Because all of the wildlife around here, like we left bread out. There's so many birds and like nice rabbits. Little rabbits and shit yeah. like that running around or hares or whatever Little they bunnies. are. And uh, yeah, so like there was a pigeon outside the window this morning making so much noise that I actually thought there was someone walking up and down on the deck. <laughs> it the pigeon okay to be fair the pigeons are huge yeah (laughs) okay because there's this like bush in front of this place and he parks his ass there every morning the pigeon not me (laughs) and then i decided to take pictures of it and send it to my nieces and i think we spent all afternoon talking about this pigeon (laughs) and just like giving it a a backstory (laughs) and then it perched up like on on the edge of the deck, I yeah. guess. And then I thought it was weird. I'm like, it's fucking getting closer now. And then yesterday I saw it through a window just looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I wonder if it knows I'm talking about it. Probably my auntie and uncle feed them. Yeah. Like the rest of my family has a fascination with birds. Yeah, they, they do. all feed them. Um we were running all over the place looking for fat balls for my granny (laughs) (laughs) for the birds in the backyard anyway so i think we'll leave it here guys thank you for bearing with us while we're just being lazy and well we're not being lazy we've just been too fucking busy running around we've been on vacation okay and we're on vacation yeah (laughs) uh (laughs) next week there's going to be another titillating tales of true terror followed by something that i think everybody's going to enjoy Okay, just just spoiler alert. The next story that I had lined up, it'll make your skin crawl. Find out next week on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks everybody, and hope you're all like keeping up. If you like the videos, let us know. Give us some feedback so we know what you guys want. Yeah. Because sometimes we're kind of just left in limbo, and it's like, well, we can just keep making content. Yeah. But, I mean. Do you want it? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like we would much prefer to do something that everybody actually enjoys rather than just yeah. indulging our own selves. Like, yeah. Anyway, thanks a million. Oh yeah, yeah. Make sure to rate, review us on iTunes, Spotify, all the places, and follow us on Instagram. 
follow us on YouTube. We now have like three different fucking pages. We've got Weekly Creep, Adam and Dulce, and Dulce's Recreations. Yeah. Follow us on all those social platforms. If you follow us in real life, we will call the police. Yes. Where they, well, and then they'll do nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> they might be friendly. <laughs> all right, creeps. Thank you very much. We will see you next week.